Thanks for listening to Musings of an ADD Mind. Let's get some warnings out of the way. This episode may contain strong language, and the views and opinions expressed by the guest and host in no way, shape, or form represent the Oklahoma Historical Society or the state of Oklahoma. Welcome to the Musings of an ADD Mind podcast. This is your host, Jack, and I have the ADD Mind. For our summer special, we are talking about the important things in the world. Movies, TV, science fiction, pop culture, you know, the stuff that makes the world go round. Anyway, <laughs> today I have, I was thinking to myself a couple of weeks ago, I need someone on to talk about the MCU. And then I realized my nephew-in-law loves the MCU. We've had many a conversation about it. And I thought, why not record these conversations? So the rest of the world can hear his opinions on the MCU. And then as I was thinking about uh, sort of the MCU and the correlation to my life, I kind of realized that the age the MCU, or at the time the MCU started was about the same age I was, uh, for Joseph, the same age I was when Star Wars started. And it was like, there's sort of, a, you know, the same meaning to each other. So let me introduce my nephew-in-law, Joseph Smith. Hi, how's it going, everybody? They, they all responded with fine. Um, <laughs> so um, why don't you just real quick sort of how old were you when uh, Iron Man came out? Uh, that came out in 2008, so it was eight. eight. Okay, cool. Right. So were you allowed to watch Iron Man at the age of eight? Um, so when Iron Man came out, no, I, we weren't into it yet. We, we we were actually the first MCU I saw in theaters was Hulk. Uh, I think nobody knew what it was going to grow into at that point, so no one understood the significance of it. So no, we didn't. Get, I didn't. I didn't watch it probably until about a year or two later, actually. Okay, yeah. And by then there would have been let's see, uh, first Iron Man, Hulk had, which was the third MCU movie that came out. Um, I believe was it was it? the first Avenger, and then it was Thor. So it was Captain, the first Captain America, and then Thor. Mm -hmm. Okay, and um, I know that Thor obviously is one of your sort of favorite MCU characters because you did yep. name a dog after him. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, so what is it about that first movie, Thor, that uh, hit home with you? Uh, well, actually, it wasn't the first movie um, that really settled in with me that made him my favorite. Uh, I know this is like not a fan favorite at all, but it was actually the second one that okay. made me. You know what? I really like this. I dug more into him. Um, there and it wasn't really the movie that that made made him my favorite. A after that, I wanted to learn more about him, so I dug more into him with the comics and stuff like that. And after that, that's what made me like him so much more is all the the lore and stuff that is behind him and the character. And then and then I just like Norse mythology as well so it all right. just kind of fits so well so i i would say through all of the characters in the mcu thor has probably had the most character 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 development and oh, sure. um you know just sort of change because the thor in the first thor movie versus the thor that we're going to see in love and thunder are two completely almost yeah. different thors but yeah. they've actually showed his progress of that change through the various uh, MCU movies. So, I mean, liking, you know, that's sort of the, I guess in a way, a good character to have as your favorite, because he's the one that 
probably has had the best story arc. Yeah. And I'd like to add to that. Not even, not only has he had the most character development, but he's also like his look, I feel like has changed a lot. I mean, from the first movie, they were dying his eyebrows in the first movie right. and his beard and everything else. And they finally were like, you know what, let's just, let's just leave that stuff alone. I feel like it looks so much better now. I think that's why I didn't like the first movie so much because I was like, it just, I don't know, his look kind of threw me off in that one. And right, right. Yeah, I can I can understand that. Yeah. So, um, what is your favorite MCU movie? Because you could Thor can be your favorite character, but that doesn't mean it's your favorite movie. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's a t- it's either Infinity War or Endgame. To be honest, I mean the build up to those that 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 I mean that's what it all led to. I mean, so, I mean, it's kind of, to me, it was kind of hard to top those. If you want to take those out of it, um, Ragnarok is definitely up there. Um, Civil War is definitely up there. And he wasn't even in that one. Um, and honestly, the doc- Doctor Strange, the first Doctor Strange, I love. So. I just uh, watched Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. And um, that was sort of the multi-layered movie. I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. And yeah. um, I leaned over as we were watching the movie to tell my wife something that I knew would irritate the crap out of her. I leaned over and said, you know, this means that somewhere out there, there's an earth where women's pants have actual functioning pockets, which, uh, you know, that's a thing of contention for women is none of their clothing has actual pockets. Just a simple yeah. aside. <laughs> <laughs> that earth exists somewhere in the multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, Obviously, building up to, you know, Endgame and all of that was the goal of, what was it? Was it 17 movies that led up to that point? I thought it was even more than that. Um, i trying to think. Oh, man, there's too many count. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't want to spit anything out. I, I thought right. by the time Endgame came out, though, it was over 20 movies, but I could be wrong on that. I definitely that know there's is, over 20 movies now. Yeah, that is, that is definitely quite the commitment to pay off with you know having this big baddie going and destroying everything and if ever there was something that was sort of uh, a movie series to sort of copy off a comic book model that is certainly it because with comic books you can have a story arc that you know goes over 40 comics (laughs) over a year because you have that ability and this is really the first time that a movie universe is really sort of done it to that extent yeah and it's so much different than the comics too they they made they made like such a different take on it and i used to be i used to be you know irritated with how they didn't follow the comics or they didn't like everybody they kind of nerfed everybody and i understand that looking back now i get that you can't have everybody be a world destroyer but uh i at this point in the mcu i've learned to like just trust them because they've done so well so far with everything and I've learned to be okay with it. So, right, right. No, I I understand. They generally do a pretty good job, although Eternals suck. Yeah, yeah, and you know, but it, I feel like even in the comics, the Eternals are kind of hard characters. Like, like uh, I I read some stuff on them that um, a lot of opinions on that that they're just like there's no character development even in the even in the comics. You know, because right. of what they are, and I get that. So I mean. I don't know. I don't know how that movie. How many? I, I don't even know how to fix that movie. To be honest, I mean, because I guess for one, don't kill Icarus. 
because I feel like <laughs> like he's kind of like the Captain America of the Eternals. I always thought his morals were like pretty on base, but I could be wrong there. But that's that's the what I always projected from him, and then see him in this, I was kind of like, oh, right, right. My question after the Eternals is because I I just do not believe that there's going to be a sequel to it, but they totally did set up um, the Black Knight with um, having Jon Snow, which yeah. his real name escapes me at the moment. So we will refer to him yeah. as Jon Snow until I remember it. Yeah. Uh, his character of Black Knight. So the question is, since they introduced a character in a movie that did so poorly, of course, coming out during the pandemic didn't help. What yeah. are they going to do with that character? Are, instead of maybe, I know originally the talk was to make movies out of his character, but do you think now they might go with more of a Disney Plus model and do like a six episode thing on it, you know, a la Moon Knight? Um, no, I, 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 I'm going to think that they're going to put him in something. Because if, if you watch the end credit scene, it's confirmed that Marshala Ali was in that end credit scene when he went to find um, that sword. Uh, I Excalibur. Uh-huh. And so I think he's going to be in the blade movie. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. See, that's why I had you on. <laughs> yeah. But so, I, I do oh, think, I, I, uh, I do think that there will be a, a sequel to Eternals, even though this didn't, it didn't do very well. I, it was where they were going at the end, I think was too big for them to ignore. Cause, okay. um, uh, Arishim, you know, the, the, um, gosh what are they called um celestial right you know the, the big red guy that split the sky at the end of the movie um you know he took them all and he was like you know we're going for a trial pretty much what he said and uh i think that's way too big to ignore like and because he said he's going to come back for judgment and right I like i'm not i don't think he's going to be like a thanos or anything but I, I bet there will be something else there and i think that's way too big to be put in a show like in a Disney Plus show. Right, so I, right. I think there will definitely be another Eternals movie. Well, that, I, I definitely think that the characters will return. So yeah, that that's a good point. Because if you are going to introduce, maybe not Thanos level threat, but we'll say Thanos light threat. Yeah. You could have them sort of be a big baddie for three or four movies. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what everybody's trying to figure out. You know, who's, who's the next Thanos? Who's the next big bad? And uh, I don't think he's, I don't, out of everybody that we know of right now, I do not think there is another Thanos. I don't, I think a lot of people were thinking Kang, you know, from the Loki series, but right. I don't know. I don't think that, I, I don't, I don't think it's going to be him, but. I think Kang is going to be in the next Ant-Man movie. Yeah, he is. Uh, they confirmed him as the bad guy. Um, okay. But uh, I don't know. I think if anybody was going to be the next big bad, I, I would want it to be Dr. Doom, to be honest, over anybody else. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And um, I don't want to put any spoilers out for (laughs) Multiverse of Madness. So we'll just sort of leave it at that. But yeah, I think Dr. Doom would make for a, uh, an excellent. Yeah. I think he's like big giant threat. For sure. He's one of the most like threat on so many different levels, especially if you go comic accurate, he's, he's a exponential threat on so many different levels. So I yeah. mean, he's 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 done everything from stand toe to toe with Thanos to you know <clears throat> go from then go on to like multiverse level ruling universes and stuff. So he's and he's he's also in the running for Sorcerer Supreme. So I mean, right? He's definitely a 
big threat. And I think another good thing with him, though, he ties everything together with him being the sorcerer in the running for the Sorcerer Supreme. He's so that shows that he's a you know obviously a heavy magic user that ties Doctor Strange into it, that ties Fantastic Four into it for sure, you know, and even the X Men. So I. I think he would be the best fit. So I think he's for sure going to be in it. I just don't know when. I I agree with you on that. I definitely agree with you on that. Um, so let's sort of change it up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Out of all the Marvel movies, not uh, counting Eternal since we just talked about, what is your least favorite? What do you think contributed the le- the least amount to... I guess this would well, be a part two of it to the whole, you know, building up to Thanos bit. So well, least favorite uh, contributed the least. Well, my least favorite did contribute, not not necessarily to Thanos, but it contributed um, was Black Widow. I I did not like Black Widow. Um, for one, I think the hype just died down with me because we had to wait so long due to COVID and stuff like that. We had to wait so long for it to come out. Right. And the only thing that I got from that movie was her sister, you know, the new Black Widow. Right. And she was in Hawkeye and stuff. Uh, and I like her as an actor and stuff. I think that was the only thing that she, that came out of that movie that I liked. Uh, yeah, I love her character. I think her yeah. character's just, just funny, Great. especially with the, why do you do that landing? Yeah. It looks yeah. silly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, get it. <laughs> I, I, I even liked her in, um, in, Hawkeye when she, he, she was messing with Kate Bishop and stuff and Kate Bishop like punched her in the elevator and she's like really you, you gonna do that and she's like I'm sorry <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she, yeah. knew, she, just knew, she was like you know I think she's a good character to have around and I think this could have been a rumor I don't know if it was true I read though that there's going to be a Thunderbolts movie and she will be in that and I'm very excited for that yeah they I guess the rumors have come out. Was it Friday? I guess it was that there's going to be a Thunderbolts movie, which could, would be cool. And the question is, because all of the sort of movies they've had at, or sort of things I've seen on it always show Deadpool in it. So the, the question is, is this going to be how they introduce Ryan Reynolds or is the Deadpool solo movie going to come out first? Yeah, I don't know. Um, to be honest with you, no, uh, this isn't a spoiler. But um, I, I really thought he was going to be in Doctor Strange. There was there was one in particular scene where I was like, that the, here it comes, here it comes. Yeah. And it didn't happen. And I was like, dang it, that would have been perfect. And yeah, I don't want to yeah. say anything. I don't want to say anything or spoil anything. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that, um, really that. Deadpool is the perfect character to introduce the X-Men into the MCU. Because all you have to do is have him turn to the camera and go, you know, this universe is slightly different than the one I was in before. Yeah, seems more campy. Yeah, the you know, but Pete made it, so you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, kind of, I forgot about that. Yeah, that that was weird. You know that that everybody thought that was going to be something big, and then that turned into nothing. That was like a <laughs> kind of a slap in the face, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> I just loved it. Uh, Brad Pitt played uh, oh, the man. dude that was invisible. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. I love that. I love Brad Pitt. I love so I, I just I love that. You know, he uh, he didn't even take payment for that movie. He's like, just give me a shirt and a coffee mug, and I'll and I'll be good. Uh, I thought I loved that. Yeah, that was uh, that was purely awesome. And then I love the uh, the cab driver dude. I can't think of his name. And he's all, You're oh yeah, he ha- he doesn't have powers. Why is he in? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what 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 was that guy's name though? Um and he kept calling him Sugar Bear the whole time. Yeah. I can't remember his name. I remember him in the in the in the in the trailers and stuff, but it was so funny. Yeah, I it's really cool that he has that character in there because Ryan Reynolds actually based him on a childhood friend. So somewhere oh, really? in somewhere in Canada. There's the real version of that dude running around. <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> Which I funny. think is fantastic. Yeah. Um, okay. So you talked about sort of your, your least favorite. What is your most favorite? The one that, well, we discussed that in game, yeah, but sort of not, not the culmination out of the rest of them that built up to that point. Probably civil war, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah. I would say Civil War, even though I'm not the biggest Zemo fan. Civil War, there was too much going on not to love that movie. Uh, I mean, that you you got Black Panther and Spider Man introduced in that movie. I mean, you got to see everybody on the together on the big screen like before they got their solo movies and stuff. So I mean, it's kind of like a huge like you know overload. And I love that. I feel like we haven't got that again. You know, I feel like right. there, there hasn't been anything like that since. And uh, um, I, I feel like that movie was crucial for a lot of character development as well. Um, like I said, the, the, only, the only thing I didn't really care for was Zemo, and, uh, but I got it. I understood it. I just, right. I just, it's just not what I wanted. But, I but. thought they really expanded Zemo a lot in the uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, they did. I, and he, he, he improved he as a character. Yes. Um, yeah. No, I, uh, I agree with you on the Civil War, although I, I do kind of like the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, it just hits home yes. with me. Oh, um, um, trust me, I've watched the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy movies probably more than any other Marvel movie. Both of them. Um, yeah, yeah. Those are the. Yes, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm <laughs> glad you mentioned those. They were kind of invading my mind. One of the things that I liked, or I have liked, about the way the MCU has handled things, is when they introduced new characters civil war is a perfect example of this they introduced you know black panther and spider-man but they did not go into any of the backstory of them for the most part in civil war yeah 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 that, that, that that's what i was talking about when yeah you, you got to see them before their solo movies like they there's like right yeah, they are you know and that, that that's what i'm saying i feel like we haven't got that in a while like you know everybody yeah. everybody's got to build up before they put them with people and and so you got to wait even yeah. longer. When, I just appreciated the everybody knows with Spider-Man that Uncle Ben died. And that was a big life changing event for him. But we don't have to actually have that in the movies, which anytime there is a Batman movie, they always have to retell his you know parents getting murdered. Spoil 70, what, 100 year old spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Batman's parents die. They yeah. always introduce that in every single sort yeah. of Batman movie and it's like everybody at this point knows that about Batman and Spider-Man is sort of the same way everybody knows that Uncle Ben dying was a huge part in you know early Spider-Man and his development yeah and but at the same I just thought that it was a, a good choice to not necessarily put that in there even in his first movie, he was still sort of a fully formed character, even if he wasn't a fully formed superhero at that yeah. time. But character-wise, he was fully developed. Yeah. 
we, so which one would you think is more crucial to the character? Do you think uh, Uncle Ben dying or do you think, or do you think Batman's parents dying is more crucial to that character? Oh my gosh. Um, I would say Batman. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. Cause I mean, they, they did it with Spider-Man. They, they, they did it. So, I mean, right. uh, I'm, like you said, I've never seen it with ba- a Batman without that. So, mm-hmm. and I think that's why they do that is because it's so crucial to his character. Cause without right. that, you don't have that character, you know, right. Without it, that you have Thomas Wayne, you know? Right. Right. Um, I know we're talking MCU, but have you seen, there's like a little comic thing that's going around and it's a bunch of like younger guys that are all living in nursing homes because they've had to have legs amputated and they've just been beat to crap. And then they were like, you know, I really wish, sometimes I really wish Batman would have just killed me (laughs) because he's beat the shit out of them so bad that now they have to spend the rest of their lives in a nursing home. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, maybe killing me would have been better. I I think I trust Batman's judgment. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no, I I haven't seen that. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Well, I I think that was, that was kind of like uh, Damien's, Damian Wayne's problem with him when he's like you you know you're gonna or I think I feel like that was like all the Robin's problem with him was like you're gonna beat this guy nearly to death but you're not gonna kill him like okay like <laughs> I don't cross that line it's like I get it <laughs> but yeah, yeah you're you, ruining their lives at the same time you just send him to the ICU for six months yeah <laughs> yeah I love all the the you know Jay walking in Gotham videos and memes and it shows like Batman like staring him down like to beat the crap out of them yeah <laughs> great yeah yeah anyway back to the mcu all right what is your most controversial t- take on the mcu uh well i kind of mentioned it earlier um and it, it's not one of my favorites but i definitely don't give it as much heat as a lot of other people and that's um the dark world thor the dark world second thor uh right. everybody hates it. it's like uh, i mean that is like one of the lowest marvel movies on everybody's list and I, it is lower for me. Don't misunderstand me, but I don't hate it as much as everybody else does. And it, and I think it's partially because I, I like the character so much. And, uh, and I, I, one of my issues with the Loki series kind of comes from this is, you know, the Loki from the Loki series is Loki from the first Avengers. Cause if you remember, right. that's where they got him from. Okay. Right. So all this character development that you've seen through the MCU didn't really happen with that Loki. So I was kind of like, you know, it, that's not the same Loki that we had in Thor Ragnarok. Right. But right. I feel like I feel like the Dark World is very crucial for Thor, for Loki's character development. I think even more than Ragnarok. I think that's where he was, you know, starting to flip the side. You know. Right. I so. I agree with you on that. But it does provide a unique situation to have character development for the same character and it can be completely different and generally you yeah. don't you don't yeah. get that uh you don't get to do that with movies um so there is yeah. that i guess yeah and a lot of people i've heard i've heard a lot of theories you know saying that like well the only reason loki was acting like that in the first place was because Thanos had control of him in the first avengers and stuff like that or he was using the mind stone on him or something so i mean because i mean he does he changes a lot from the first Avengers movie to anything else. It's like right. he exponentially different. He's not that greasy weasel looking guy anymore. <laughs> I feel like he I feel like he's not even as pale 
Like he just doesn't look as evil, you know? Right. <laughs> um, dang it. I just had a question and now it just slipped my brain. <laughs> so, um, let's see. We're nine. Okay. It's back. Sorry. I ADD'd myself. Um, what do you, what is your take on the various Disney plus series? For the most part, I have enjoyed all of them. Now I haven't watched Ms. Marvel yet. I like to wait Same. until they get like three or four episodes in <laughs> so I could kind of watch them and then catch, catch up and watch the last however many. Yeah. Um, I, I, I haven't watched, I'm usually like first day I'm, I'm, I'm up to date on everything. I'm just, I never been into that character. So I kind of just, I, I'm like you, I'll probably wait a while for like, at least till maybe till it's the finale week and I'll just binge it off. But, um, uh, but for the most part, yeah, I've loved all the, all the, all the shows. I was kind of worried about them at first when they first announced that I was kind of like, Oh, this, this is like, they're just, they're going a cheap route or the, it's It's not going to be the same, but no, I, I, everything from WandaVision to, to Hawkeye, I, I love them all. I'm, Obviously, they all have their highs and lows. Loki was my favorite, though, of them. Right, right. Yeah, other than introducing Kate Bishop, which she'll be a bigger part of the MCU going forward because they're going to retire the Jeremy Renner one. I like how they set up how doing all of that stuff without having any type of super powers and ability had so affected Hawkeye's body. You know, he has to wear yeah. hearing aids yeah. now. And it's all the mortality of him. And, and he moves, you know, a little slower than he used to. And he get you know, the whole thing tires him out. And I just sort of appreciated that they built that in. Because if you don't have superpowers, doing all of that crap would take a pretty big toll on your, yeah, for sure. on your body. And I like how they, sure. how they included that. And I also liked how it was kind of more standalone. It didn't necessarily set up the movies other than introducing characters. Whereas you almost can't watch multiverse of madness if you didn't watch wandavision yeah or honestly even what if i mean i feel like there was a ton of stuff from what if in yeah the, in yeah that movie. that's true you know, it, it wasn't yeah. crucial by any means but you could could you could connect a lot of dots right right yeah yeah and uh, falcon and the winter soldier i guess would have the next sort of least impact on sort of the whole mcu universe in my opinion, it's not quite as standalone as Hawkeye. Yeah. But out of uh, the other ones, it's definitely more standalone because Loki and WandaVision are almost crucial for Multiverse of Madness and even the new Spider-Man, the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I th well, I think I think Captain, or I mean, sorry, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier is definitely, it, it's going to be further in the future. I mean, right. now it's, you know, Captain America 4 is going to be coming out and it's definitely going to be further in the future. It's they're setting it up. I imagine right after the next Captain America comes out, I bet you there'll be another Avengers movie, like right around the corner. That'll be Avengers I, five. Probably. Yeah, I tend to agree with you, and it'll have sort of all these new characters, new characters to replace the old one. And of course, that's the one thing in comic books you don't necessarily have to worry about is the people portraying the character aging out. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, I'm very, it's like emotional. I like, I'm very sad to see everybody going, like seeing everybody get replaced. And, you know, even, even Thor, I'm pretty sure he's hanging it up after this movie. And I'm like, you know, I think Natalie Portman's going to take it over. And, uh, <laughs> and I love Natalie Portman. So I, I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. And, uh, but uh, I don't know. 
we'll see. We'll, we'll see. But I'm pretty sure this is going to be his Logan. So, so are your thoughts sort of like retire the character or do like James Bond and just have a new actor in and just like act like this is what the character always looked like? No, no, <laughs> I, I don't want anyone else playing anybody else. Um, I'm glad they haven't really had to do that other than at the very beginning, you know, they had to get rid of uh, uh, Rhodey and Hulk. Um, Edward Norton and Edward Norton and um, uh, what's his name? Cuba Gooding Cuban Gooding. No, no, it's not Cuba. Oh, it's not? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I know who it, know once that. again. But um, I'm glad they haven't had to do a lot of recasting. I'm glad to see it's all kind of stuck. Um, so I don't, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want anyone else to be playing anybody else. Not until it's all rebooted and then just do everybody, you know, don't. Uh, so it's to be honest, I'm, I'm like so curious. I'm like, man, this, this, this whole thing could just keep going. I mean, this, this might go on for another 50 years for all we know. Like, cause it, you can, right. you could just, especially with the multiverse now, I mean, you could always just be like, all right, well, now we're going to dive into this universe instead and just keep it going with completely new casts, but it'd be the same universe. See what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We're I mean, go they, to, they could easily keep this going forever. Yeah, we're going to go to Earth 915. Yeah, yeah. And, and do it that way. Yeah, no, that's that could that probably is one of the reasons why they wanted to introduce the multiverse other than as a way to bring in the Fox properties. But then when you reboot you're just doing it in a different universe. You know, you can, the first movie and you can be like, meanwhile on earth, seven (laughs) twelve. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like, I feel like no matter what now, anything Marvel, I almost think it's going to tie into the MCU somehow. I mean, they brought back Spider-Man from 2001. Yeah. I mean, that's connected now, you know, I feel like no matter what you do Marvel anymore, it's going to tie into it. I mean, until right. they just like just end it, and I just can't see that. It's making way too much money. It's way too big. I I, I don't know if they'll ever end it at this point. Yeah, and they made um, the Venom movies. I think they made them like MCU adjacent, and I think yeah. that Venom is in the um, uh, Andrew as Spider Man yeah. universe. I'm pretty sure that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I have not got to see Morbius yet. Um, everyone you know everybody dogged on it so i was like ah, okay i'm just gonna wait till it comes out and then my friend uh my best friend trevor he watched it and he 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 actually said it was pretty good and i was like oh man dang it and then it came back into theaters for like one weekend and i didn't get a chance to go look at it because everybody you know the morbid time kind of took everything over and and they're like oh, okay we're gonna put it back in theaters it right, didn't do right, yeah but, uh, no no either I, time it did not do yeah uh, but i wish i would have <laughs> saw it do very very well at all um <laughs> yeah that was uh but they announced the second one they they did i was like wow like i can't believe they're they i i think sony's trying to do their own universe or something they're trying to do their own thing over there so oh yeah they're definitely trying to do a mcu adjacent universe yeah. and i think it, i think they're trying to go a darker route i think is what the deal is yeah everything they're doing is dark so Definitely, for sure. Um, so what are your thoughts on bringing in mutants in the X-Men? Do you think that they should fold them in or have them be on a different Earth in the multiverse? No, I, I mean, I think I, I, I think we're all waiting for it. I'm waiting for the X-Men. I mean, Wolverine is like right there with Thor for me. So uh, Wolverine was my favorite as a kid. So I, right. I am waiting for it. You know, 
and of course it's sad not because you know it's not going to be Hugh Jackman, but uh, or pretty positive it's not going to be Hugh right, Jackman. right. But um, yeah, I, I am waiting for. I mean, and I mean, this isn't a spoiler because it was in the commercial and stuff. But they, I mean, they they already had Xavier in yeah Doctor Strange. So I mean, you know, I think that's a hint. You know, right? Something. Yeah, so, something's coming. And yeah. what actor do you think should take over the reins of Wolverine? Um, I don't know. I've seen some, I've seen a few pretty good, like where they edited them to, to make it look like him. Right. Um, but a few of them are already in movies. Like, uh, the guy that plays, uh, uh, butcher in the boys. I, yeah. I wouldn't mind him being it. I feel like he could do it. Uh, but he was already in Thor Ragnarok. He right. was the Carl guy. Urban. Yeah. Well, I can't remember his character, but, um, uh, the executor or whatever yeah i think it was executor yeah yeah and then uh and then tom hardy i've seen some good stuff looking with him i feel like he could do it but he's you know he's venom uh and then um i've seen some stuff with the guy i don't know his name the guy that plays billy in season three of stranger things okay yeah i've seen i've seen him too um the one thing that worries me about him is apparently he has a nose candy issue and I don't know if I want, uh, I feel like that could mess up the commitment for what it takes to be Wolverine. Cause you do need to pack on some muscle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wolverine is a stacked character and yeah, I, I do agree. I think, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, Hugh Jackman even had to, I mean, cause if you, if you take normal Hugh Jackman, he's not that big of a guy and he, he had to do a lot of workouts and stuff. Cause he, he wanted that. he, in all kinds of interviews, he's mentioned it several times where he wanted to look like the Wolverine from the comics and stuff. So he had to do a yeah. lot of work. And and because the character meant so much to him, and, and I'm wondering if we're going to get that again from whoever plays him next. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one of the things I appreciated about Hugh Jackman. He actually said in an interview, because the comic book character Wolverine is only five foot four and Hugh Jackman yeah. six three. And he yeah. said, if I could, if I could, if there was a way that I could lose a foot to properly play Wolverine, I'd do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I always, I always appreciated. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess you didn't hear about the Stranger Things dude. He got busted with cocaine in um, the UK because he's British. And there was a question on if he was going to be able to come to the US to film Stranger Things season three, because I guess at the time there was some sort of hold or something, if you were in any sort of trouble legally drug wise, that you might not be able to come into the U S but hmm. obviously he was in season three. So whatever it was, yeah. got worked out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what actor out there do you really enjoy that has yet to be in the MCU that you'd like to see in the MCU and what character would you like to see them play? Oh man, that's tough. Right. Oh man. Um, hmm. Well, I guess I'll start with some characters that I want to see in MCU and then I'll try to pick out some actors for them. Uh, Cause honestly, I know this sounds like, like biased, I guess I fell in love with so many of the actors because of the MCU. You know, I've watched right. other movies because of the actors in the MCU. You know, I probably would have never watched like knives out, but I watched it because Chris Evans was in it and it was a great movie. You right. know, all kinds of stuff like that. Even the show uh, Outer Range, I never would have watched that probably, but Josh Brolin was in it. So, uh, or even, um, oh man, it's a great movie. I'm trying to think of it. Uh, it's like a Western, Josh Brolin's in it. And, uh, oh man, uh, oh, n- n- No Time to, or something old, man. Gosh, I can't remember. Tommy oh, Lee Jones. For old man. Men. 
Yeah, that was a great movie. And I never yeah. would have watched that without him, you know. Um, so I w- obviously I want to see Doctor Doom in the MCU. And I wouldn't, I don't even know where to begin with someone like that. You know, I, one thing I do like about the MCU is I, I kind of feel like they got a lot of not very big people to come into it. And then later on, they kind of brought in some stars other than Robert Downey Jr., of course. But, you know, right. like Chris Evans was not that big. You know, Scarlett Johansson was kind of big. Um, uh, Chris Hemsworth was not that big. You know, they, oh, Chris they Hemsworth all... was an unknown for the most part. Exactly. I would say, I think, what did he have? He had like, um, he had like some like NASCAR movie or something. And then he had a, uh, he, he had like done, a... he'd already filmed red, the remake of red Dawn, but it was such a bad movie. They waited like four years to put it in theaters. Yeah. But I say he, like he's open about it. He, he, he said he went depressed. He was depressed because he thought his acting career was just going to fail. And after a, right after he filmed um, the star Trek scene, you know, where right. he's captain Kirk's dad or something. Yep. And, uh, uh, he said he was depressed because he thought it was over. He thought he was going to fail. And then they got lucky that he he got lucky with Thor. And he was actually competing with his brother for the role of Thor. Yeah. Yeah. That At the time, that was the big thing was it was always Liam Hemsworth's yeah. brother. Yeah, was Liam Death. Thor. <laughs> and it's funny. I feel like I feel like if you would if you could go back 12 years from ago, they both were probably like, you know, you know you're never going to be as big as me. Like Liam would probably say that to Chris. And I feel like Chris just skyrocketed past him. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, career-wise, right now you definitely want to be the oh, yeah. Chris of the Hemsworth yeah, he's like brothers. One of the top paid actors now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry, I keep I keep getting away from the question now. It so, uh, anyways, I, Doctor Doom, Wolverine. I definitely want to see. I definitely uh, Magneto. I, he's one of my favorite characters. Um, I want to see him back in it. Uh, Better Ray Bill is one of my favorite characters. Definitely. Right. Want in it and i have no idea who'd cast for that <laughs> i mean it's just going to be a voice i would think yeah you know, i kind of thought that with gore i thought they were going to do that with gore you know because if you look at him in the comics he does not look like a human right so right. uh which i'm okay with it it's whatever i'm i like christian bale enough so i'm like it's cool but um yeah if you're going to spend all that money for christian bale you probably want to see his face yeah yeah and he's like i said he's such a good actor i'm i'm cool with it but um uh those are probably my top three. Silver Surfer is another one. I love Silver Surfer. Yeah. Just, and he would be good to introduce too, because they've already, um, because of Guardians of the Galaxy and even the Eternals. Yeah. You know that there's this gigantic space universe that's out there. So that's yeah. the great thing about Silver Surfer is you can introduce him and not have it be Earth. Right. Yeah. So you can yeah. set up Galactus yeah. several movies down the road because. Yeah. How cool would that be to basically have like a story arc for him where the first two movies, you know, the Silver Surfer is actually going and it ends with them destroying the world with Galactus. And then like movie three or, you know, movie two, he's having some doubts. And then movie three is when he turns. Whereas normally all of that would take place in one movie. Yeah. But with MCU, you don't have to do that. You could have that whole arc spread out over three movies, which... I yeah. think would make the character even better movie wise. Yeah. 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 He's, he's a, he's definitely a like character development character. Like he's like, that, that is his storyline. Like he always starts off with as, you know, the sign of destruction. And then by the end of it, he's, you know, he's the hero and his powers are just like so cool. He's like one of the coolest like beings, I guess. It's just like, 
Yeah. I just imagine seeing a silver dude on a surfboard in space. I just feel like that's so cool, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the I cool thing know, is, oh, go ahead. I wouldn't know where to go, though, with who to cast him as. The first guy, I, I, I think the first silver surfer was pretty good, uh, but I wouldn't know where to go with him. I think the guy who's the lead in The Expanse, uh, Stephen Strait, that's the actor's name. I can't think of his character in The Expanse. He would probably make for a pretty good silver surfer um, anyway. But the cool thing, too, is that also sets up yeah. other heralds of Galactus because the silver surfer was just sort of the first. So there's yeah. what five or six other ones that they could. Set yeah. Up. And yeah. And yeah. But and they've done this before. with the Gar- I mean, they did with the Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, no one knew who that who they were. But, you know, they everybody loves them now. So, I mean, I feel like the same thing with the other heralds of galactus not a lot of people know who they are or what they you know thor was one of them at one point so i mean uh during the black winter which is a probably my it's it's either first or second for my thor comics i black winter was really cool um gore is probably my first one though the gore storyline is right just awesome and i know the movie is not going to mount up to the comics but it's it'll be good i think yeah uh Back to the question once again, though. <laughs> right. uh, Cillian Murphy, I would love to see him in the MCU somehow. I love. I think he's a really cool actor. Uh, he played Scarecrow in The Dark Knight and stuff like that. Um, and uh, maybe he'd make a good Doctor Doom. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that, but I don't want to hide his face, really. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Doctor Doom, you got to hide his face. That's his character. You have to, because. If you do the right Doctor Doom, you know, because there's variants, obviously, in, in the comics where he's showing his face and stuff. But uh, the Doctor Doom, that's like oh, his fuel. His fuel is his face a lot of times. So, uh, <laughs> that's a tough that. Michael Fassbender, and I, he did a great Magneto, and I don't know if they'll bring him back as Magneto, but I like him a lot. Right. Um, even though the only other movie I've really seen him in, I hated him. That was 12 Years a Slave. <laughs> uh, he's in Inglorious Bastards. I haven't got to see that yet. That's been on my list forever. I don't try, I try not to rent movies. Like I, I paid for like three subscriptions already. And I don't rent them. So I'm like, I'm just going to wait, wait it out. I know it'll be on something. <laughs> I went on like a Brad Pitt phase for a while and I started watching all of his movies. And I saw Fury, but I didn't see that one. So. Yeah, if you like uh, movies where Nazis get the shit beat out of them, Inglorious yeah. Bastards is the movie for you. Yeah. Now, if you're a Nazi, maybe it's not. Yeah. But that's that's a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so which sort of on that note, though, while I'm thinking about it, it's hard, though, in a way to determine who to get to portray some of these characters because a part of you wants to go with somebody that is a lesser known actor because it's easier to get a lesser known actor. You know, they're not well known and you come up and you're like, yeah, we want to do a six movie deal with you and the possibility of a Disney plus show. And if you're a well-established actor, even a medium established actor, that's a difficult commitment to make for a lot of actors. And I feel like if you're, you know, a non-established actor and you get your shot in the MCU, I feel like, you know, that's the golden ticket. And uh, right. 
it, depending on where you want to go with your acting career, obviously, if you're if you're trying to be a Leonardo DiCaprio, no, that might not be your golden ticket. But for the money and the fame, yeah, that's your golden ticket right there. And I think you would get more of a commitment out of someone like that with the character. For one, it is their golden ticket. That's their shot to be big. Also, it's going to be their character. They're going to, at this point, they're going to be the first person to play that character. Because at right. this point, we're not introducing any other, you know, every, everybody's played who everybody that's been introduced everybody who's going to be introduced in the future is going to be a new character so you're gonna you're most likely going to be the first person for that guy and so i think you know it's going to mean more to them that way and i think you'll get right. more of a commitment that way yeah and that's sort of the problem though because we don't know who the lesser known actors are because <laughs> yeah. yeah. they're lesser known so you don't know who they are you know so no, i'm okay with that i'm fine with that yeah no i'm fine with that too because I think for the most part, everyone they've got to play has done a pretty darn good job of playing that character. Yeah. You know, I think Florence Pugh playing playing that character, uh, the new Black Widow, Yulana. Did I say that right? Yeah. Um, I think she was perfect for that role. She plays that character perfect. She has just the right amount when they need some sort of sarcastic, funny bit to it. But yeah. she's believable as somebody that would have been trained to beat the shit out of somebody yeah. <laughs> at the same time. And there are so many actors that they've cast that at first you think, man, I can't believe they did that guy. But then they play him and you're like, oh, wow, that's that was perfect yeah. casting. And they, they've done such a good job of that for the most part in the yeah. MCU. So I don't worry about casting an unknown actor in some of these roles. Whereas over at, you know, the DCU, I don't necessarily always agree with their casting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, at first I did not like it, but I think he did an okay job. And I, I don't, he doesn't fit the character. And that was Lex Luthor to me. Um, I like yeah, the actor. Case in point. <laughs> I like the actor. And I think he did an okay job doing what he was trying to do, but it, that's not like Luther to me. And I don't know. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you on that one <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, but I do think I do think that DCU has had some good casting though. And like honestly, one of my favorite casting was uh, was Zod. I thought that oh, was perfect. I, I thought was, Michael Shannon was perfect as Zod. Yeah. I would I would watch a Zod movie with him playing Zod. I agree. Yeah, like a like a pre like like him going to or head to head like with like Jor El or something like back on Krypton. Like I want to see right. what else, what everything they did, you know, and why they got into the Phantom Zone and all that. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, I, the way Krypton looked and stuff too. I thought that looked awesome in Man of Steel. Yeah, and I liked how they. Don't get me wrong. I love the first Superman movies and Christopher Reeve and the aesthetic and all of that. But I like how finally they sort of moved on from this crystallized version of Krypton and everything, which was in the original Spider or Superman movies. Yeah. And in the in Man of Steel, they they completely changed up Krypton, which I yeah. was fine with. Now that being said, to me, there is a gigantic plot hole in Man of Steel, and that is the following. There is literally an Earth-sized planet with an atmosphere next door to us that no one lives on. You yeah. can terraform Venus, and you don't have to worry about anything, and then you don't got to worry about 
Clark, not giving you the DNA of all those other people, because guess what? And then if you still want to take over, you got a, a while to build up an army, right? Yeah. And then you're closer, so everybody's going to be getting sun-powered. Yeah, yeah. It would have been so much well, easier I mean, if someone like, would have just said, Venus? Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's kind of a plot hole with Superman in general, not even just <laughs> Man of Steel. I feel like just in general, that's kind of a plot hole. At first, I thought you were going to say Mars, and I was like, well, you do have the Martians, but I think they live underground. But uh, Right. And yeah, to no. me, I think the Martians would hold their well, I don't know. They always say Martian Manhunter is like more than average. So I don't know. I don't think they're all on his right. level. I think he holds his own with Superman. In my yeah. Opinion. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. I think that, that would be a problem for right. Zod right. and his army. Yeah. Back back to the MCU. We'll cross over <laughs> into that multiverse. <laughs> back into the MCU. So what part of phase four? you know, with the rumors or anything like that, things that you heard, which part are you looking forward to the most? Well, at Thor with being my favorite character and with Gore, that's my favorite storyline with him coming in. And I, I'm glad to bring Natalie Portman back. She's one of my favorite actresses. Um, probably Thor is it's up there. Doctor Strange was up there. Um, Fantastic Four is up there. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to Blade. I think Marshala Ali is a really talented actor. Oh yeah, he's a great actor, and he's gonna. I think he's gonna make a great, a great yeah, blade. I agree. And this this might tick some people off, but I think he may even end up being better at it than Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I I agree, and uh, I I didn't watch those when they came out, so it's always different when you watch them when they come out. They hit you a little differently versus like you watch it later on. You you got a little like you got a little bit of different perspective. But you you were a bit I young. Know, <laughs> yeah, exactly, and because of. Wesley Snipes, I don't like it as much because of right because I because I because I know who, like what he's done and like how big of a dick he was and stuff. So I don't. <laughs> I, that takes a toll for on the movie for me if I know I don't right. like the actor. So yeah, no, I could see where that's an issue. There are actors that I don't like, and when they're in a movie, sometimes it sort of difficult to get over and be like man that guy's just yeah. a giant dick like there was a scene in the old in the old blade movies where they had to cgi his eyes open because he didn't want to open his eyes to look at the act the actor uh he was laying <laughs> on the table and they had to cgi his eyes and i was like what an absolute diva like are you kidding me get over yourself you yeah millions of dollars to play this role and you can't man up for a minute yeah i wonder if after i wonder if wesley snipe after going to prison for tax evasion is a slightly different person on set no what prison did he go to i have no idea he has money and it was for tax evasion so it was not going to be maximum security yeah exactly (laughs) it was minimum security for sure yeah he's probably playing tennis every day and you know he's probably fine no i don't think he's going to be be that change to be honest (laughs) yeah no you're 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 probably correct in that yeah um so while we're on the subject of the mcu and sort of other characters have you ever seen what is it the 1990 fantastic four movie that was done i think roger corman did it is live action yeah, it was the first live action Fantastic Four movie and it came out like 91, 92. If you don't know anything about it, you should Google that and definitely yeah. try to watch it. Yeah, I didn't. It did, is, it, did it like release in theaters? Maybe theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I have not heard that. Maybe I know there was like one. a Captain America back then. That I, one is also equally bad. 
Yeah. And it's funny because the guy who played uh, Captain America is actually one of the jocks in Revenge of the Nerds. And I want to say his dad is famous too. Don't quote me on this. I think his dad is J.D. Salinger because I want to say his name's like Matt Salinger. Hmm. Yeah, I, but, remember, I remember the rubber ears on the side of his helmet and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely not a good movie going back and looking at that and then what you're capable to do now the movie universe for the most part was not ready to make superhero movies until probably you know 1999 1998 in that time uh, even going back now and looking at the original superman you can there are definitely spots where you're like oh that's awful special effects but <laughs> yeah yeah you know, it it's the time and it was the best they had at the time so yeah yeah but even what they can do with tv now is you know incredible I, those disney plus shows the budgets for them for a eight episode series is probably greater than the entire budgets of 1970s incredible hawk wonder woman <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know combined and, and, <laughs> and i mean and the whole my, run yeah and that's my issue because I know they have the budget. So I don't want to see anything choppy, anything sketchy and better be on point, you know, like that. And that was one of my things with uh, uh, Black Widow, which I didn't even really notice the first time I watched it. There's a scene where uh, Yolanda, is that her name? Um, uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Something, something like that. Um, she she gets exploded backwards and it's just so bad. It, the CGI and the explosion, it just, it looks like it, like, like, it, like, those crude indie animations. Like, yeah, I mean, it just looked horrible. And I was like, this is, this is marvelous MCU or oh, this Disney. What, what is this? Like, I mean, yeah. it was so bad. I was like, I don't like that. I'm like, I know you guys got the money because I've seen Thanos. Thanos looked real. Like, come on. I know yeah. you guys, get, I know you guys can get an explosion, right? There was some of that in, what is it? Uh, was it uh, Shang? Shang-Chi? Shang yeah, yeah, there was some scenes where they were fighting and he would do flips and stuff. And I was like, that CGI is just horrific. <laughs> it didn't. There were several yeah. not looking good scenes in that. Yeah. In that movie as well. I, uh, to be honest, I, when I like the movie, when I, when I'm actually being entertained, I don't notice it as much. So I can't say I, I rem I'm not going to deny it because I could totally <laughs> see where it was, but I just don't remember it. But I, with the way they move and everything, I could totally see it. Um, but I, I liked Shang-Chi, to be honest. I, I Last year, when, you know, when all these Marvel movies were coming out, you had Shang-Chi, Eternals, and then you had Spider-Man. You know? I thought Eternals was going to be my favorite. I was like so looking forward to Eternals because I love the heavy hitters. That's why I right. like Thor so much. Uh, I was like, Eternals is like a bunch of heavy hitters on one team. And, right. you know, of course, and I thought Shang-Chi was going to suck, and I thought Spider-Man was going to be good. And of Shang-Chi impressed me more and then Eternals let me down. And I was like, wow, I, I did not expect that. And then of course I was very pleased with Spider-Man. That's so. that is actually the exact same thoughts I had <laughs> yeah. in terms of them. I thought Eternals and Check T were going to be different. Yeah. And yeah. it it turned out just like you. I I did not really care for Eternals at all. Yeah. That that is definitely my least favorite mcu <laughs> oh really yeah and then i don't i get that i, I think my, it's a lot of people's yeah. least favorite um 
when it had when when the movie has anything to do with like grand scale things when it has anything to do with like creation the beginning the end these you know monumental size characters airship all that kind of stuff i'm gonna like it i right. it's just i i love the cosmic stuff i love the heavy stuff you know versus like you know pete my father-in-law now he doesn't he hates that stuff he wants he likes the espionage captain america stuff and i'm like right i want you know i want the world in Galactus's hands, you know? Right, right. Which is yeah, why I, I was get, surprised I that he was okay when you guys got married, because it's such a big <laughs> thing with him. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I can understand that, and it's really weird though, because sort of the galactic scale. My least favorite is Eternals, but my favorite is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, which well, shows I, you yeah, how that you can. It's either going to be great. Or it could be not as great when you go sort of on that galactic scale. And yeah. I think it's because um, James Gunn was so involved with Guardians of the Galaxy that I think because he not only directed it, but he wrote it and, you know, and did all of that stuff. And Eternals was not set up that way. In fact, I think Eternals had two directors. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Um, I couldn't tell you. I don't want to lie. Uh, I remember when they, when Kevin Feige was announcing it and stuff, and they were so proud of it. They were so proud because it was so different, and it was. I, I it was definitely different than the other MCU movies. Uh, but they, I, I think they just expected too much for it. I mean, for one, that I, th- I think Eternals was even a bigger risk than Guardians of the Galaxy. I um, agree with you, um, and I, I think that was the problem. I, 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 I don't like to. I don't know how to fix that movie. I don't know what to do right well with that part i feel the eternals were really just a replacement because you recall initially they were going to make the inhumans movie oh i didn't know yeah and then inhumans went on to be that not very good abc series which was part of the agent of shield universe yeah oh i watched like the first 20 minutes and i was like oh my god this is horrific and i i never watched it again after that point and so i think what happened was they were like well shit we can't do inhumans now because we've got to wait a bit for that to this taste to get out of everybody's mouth we'll just replace it with eternals and i feel like that's what they did because in a way eternals and inhumans are sort of similar in that they were created you know by a group of sort of super immortal beings or whatever it's just yeah. one came from humans and then the other one is, you know, yeah, I guess robot clones. I'm not sure how they. Yeah, I think overall, like comic wise, I think I like Eternals more, but I like Black Bolt probably more than any of the Eternals. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, could, I could definitely cool, see that. But I definitely, Black Bolt is like a knight in shining armor kind of character. I think he's really cool. Yeah, my my other complaint too with Eternals was I felt like the guy they got to play the what's it what is it Mercury the fast dude the guy that ran fast um, um uh, the 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 deaf the deaf girl no yeah. um he was the guy that initially left early is he not the guy that's super fast uh, anyway no, the, the, I thought the he looked girl like was a super fast okay um the guy that left early oh oh um the indie guy Kingo. I think so. No, not the Indian guy. 
he was my favorite character in that entire movie. Yeah, I, was, yeah, I liked him. <laughs> I, I loved him, and I thought uh, the actor that played him went all in on that, and I I appreciate yeah, I, that. I like that actor a lot. He's done a lot of stuff. He's he has been a bigger part of my childhood than I than I thought. I found <laughs> that you realized he voiced all of this stuff and these cartoons that I grew up with, and I was like, "That's this guy." And I was like, "I don't know if you ever <laughs> watched awesome. Adventure, Adventure Time, but he plays a voice in that." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know that was him." That's awesome. But, that's yeah. awesome. Anyway, I just felt that the actor they got sort of looked like Ezra Miller, and I was like, "Oh, that's odd casting." But I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Druid? Are you? Th- are you thinking? Druid maybe it's maybe? Druid. Yeah, yeah. Minds. He was the guy that controlled minds. Yeah, Joker. Thank the, you. New, the new Joker. But yeah, um, I just. Spoiler alert. Um, Sorry. Right. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, it's been out um, for a couple months now. It's free on HBO Max. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's. Uh, anyway, that I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully then if there is a sequel to Eternals, they can write the ship. Yeah. I'm I uh that the in credit scene, not the not the mark not the blade one with the black knight. Um the other the one, one where Pop-Pock. Harry Styles pops up. Yeah, I have no idea what they're gonna do there. I was surprised that they brought him into this. I was like, I because Thanos is gone and I was like, I don't I have no idea what they're what what they're doing with him and that was another one some of the cgi in that movie i thought was really good with the with a lot of the stuff but that troll at the end that introduced him i thought i thought he looked horrible yeah. i thought i like you could obviously clearly see that that guy was cgi like like i said thanos looked real and i know yeah. you're probably not going to spend as much money as you are on thanos every time but i i thought he was pretty poorly animated in the yeah yeah and I felt like Angelina Jolie just did a paycheck movie. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of sucks because Dina is a pretty cool character, and yeah. um, they they should have gave that to somebody new, in my opinion, um, somebody somebody younger probably. Uh, yeah, I mean she's in a way she's the MCU Wonder Woman. I mean, and she'll she's not Wonder Woman, but she right. she is a cool character, and I think it was kind of squandered on angelina jolie and i'm not the biggest angelina jolie fan so i'm a little biased right right i just i just felt like she just sort of phoned it in you know oh hey they're offering me this much money you know it's this many days of filming sure why not let's do it And i think everybody's i think a lot of people are just trying to get their foot in with marvel at this point they just want to be a part of it and i i get that but yeah and you know there are other sort of actors in the mcu that went all in you know in their effort mm-hmm. to portray that Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr. almost all the original cast just you know gave it their all I know that you know there's like everybody has recognized them for it uh, even Tom Holland I think has you know done a pretty pretty good job uh, yeah for the most part I think that everyone has done a really good job I mean who who would you think out of the big characters what actor do you think has done the least? Like the least, the, 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 I don't want to say the worst job. I think everybody's done decent, but the worst job at portraying their character. You know, it's really weird because sort of with that main group, I think there are times where the actors have really, really put everything they could into it. But then there are other times or movies or whatever, maybe they were just having a bad time on set where I don't feel they were putting the same amount into that character. I don't know yeah. if that makes sense. And I'm not trying to get away from or sidestep your question. No, you're good. I just think there are definite times where 
in some of the movies, I felt the actor put a little more into the character than in other films. You think maybe because it was a different director and they were trying to they were trying to get a different feel. They were trying they were trying to capture something else and the vibe was just off, maybe. That could be. Yeah. yeah. And I know, like, for example, not to keep hitting that movie, but Thor mm-hmm. the Dark World, everyone was miserable. Yeah. Uh, Alan Taylor, the director, hated yeah. he was he he does not have any positive things to say about filming that. And as you'll recall, Patty Jenkins was originally supposed to direct that. And then she had creative differences and left. Of course, she went on to do uh, the Wonder Woman. But I think that if the director is miserable on a movie, everyone else is going to be miserable because even the directors like the captain of the ship. And, you know, if the captain of the ship is not happy, the rest of the people on that movie aren't going to have a good time. Yeah, I think that shows. And then it also doesn't help that even though he is an excellent actor and I enjoyed him as the ninth doctor, Christopher Eccleston is kind of a dick. And so if you have an actor who's kind of a dick and a director who's not happy. (laughs) Yeah, it's a recipe for disaster. That can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's it's not going to be positive. Yeah. uh, In the end result. And I, and I want to touch back on, on Thor the Dark World. You know, I said it's, it's not my least favorite, but it's, I understand why everybody doesn't like it. I just, because I'm a fan of Thor, I love anytime I get to see Asgard, anytime I get to see Odin, anytime right. I get to see those characters and see the lore, I'm going to like it. So yeah, that's yeah. why, it, that's why I don't dislike it as much as everybody else is because how, how much a fan I am of the character and the lore and everything that, that goes around it. So, I mean, I, I get that it's, not that good of a movie i just uh to be honest though i i even kind of liked malekith i thought he was kind of cool uh he's not the malekith from the comics but um uh i like this i I almost like this take on him better than the comics the comics he's kind of more he's not as serious in the comics almost right he's not as dark or eat like you know so yeah uh, but I, I just want to touch and make sure I'm clear. I, <laughs> I, I recognize it for what it is. Yeah, yeah. The thing about Christopher Eccleston is, in that movie, I, I agree with you. I He did not phone it in for that character because Christopher Eccleston, even if he doesn't like the filming or whatever, still tries to yeah. give a decent performance Yeah. when he's playing something. But sometimes you're just not handed something. And I know that when you're hiring an actor, they can be told, you know, X, Y, and Z is going to happen. And so the actor gets hired to play that particular role. And then in the interim of from that point to when production starts, that character can change. So if you felt you were going to get X, Y, and Z, and then it turns out that you're only getting, you know, M, N, and O, which is completely different and your role is completely shut down. I could see where that would piss you off. And even yeah. though you might be making, you know, $5 million for the character, for the role you're still like well i was told this yeah yeah because that wanna, affects ego yeah and you don't want to like you don't want to damage your own career. Uh, yeah 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 exactly um you know <laughs> kind of like jared leto <laughs> right and yeah, i think his, i think he was trying i really i think he tried with everything he did i do and i everybody hates him as joker and i I usually try to just recognize them for what they are. And, you know, I try to, I, I think he was just trying to do a different take on him. And, uh, 
but yeah, I think everybody, everybody just hated him for that. And then everybody hated Morbius. I'm like, man, this guy needs a break. <laughs> yeah, and I understand the Jared Leto thing too because you're following Heath Ledger's performance of the exactly. Joker. Exactly, you know. And you don't want to be considered knocking off his performance. And there, yeah, and there's no way, there's no way you're going to top it. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think any, I don't think uh, Joaquin Phoenix topped him, and not in my opinion. It's not yeah. the same Joker, that's for sure. And yeah. uh, Heath Ledger's is definitely my favorite Joker. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. I don't think Lawrence uh, Olivier could have played the Joker any better than Heath Ledger did. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think anyone. I, I, I feel like if you're smart. You're not going to. And I think that's why that thing, that's what Jared Leto was trying to do, you know, because he knew he wasn't going to fill those shoes. So he's like, all right, I'm going to take this a different route. And that's what I feel like a lot of people try to do when they try to fill or when they take on a role that was mastered by somebody else, they try to do something else with the only one of the other ones I could think of is like uh, when <laughs> I know he's kind of a hot topic right now, but like when Will Smith took on the genie. He was like, I'm not going to replace Robin Williams' genie. So he kind of took it a different route. And I liked it. I liked his genie. I thought it was okay. So right. you know, I think if you're going to be a smart actor, you got to do that with roles like that. And uh, a lot of, everyone just hates yeah. it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And that is a tough situation to be in as an actor to follow someone. It's like you never want to be the first coach that replaces a legend when the legend retires. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, you do not want to necessarily be that guy. Uh, you do, but you don't at the same time. And sometimes when you're following somebody that played a character so iconically, it's going to be hard. Now, I do feel that um, Sam Wilson becoming Captain America is slightly different because they've built up that character as Sam Wilson you know, through the first two or the last two Captain America movies. Yeah. The Avengers movies following you know the first one and all of that stuff and then falcon and the winter soldier so you have this build-up so him becoming captain america after all of that build-up is actually fitting and it doesn't bother you so his take on captain america will be completely accepted you know at the yeah. same time even though i get that it's tech it's a different character but it's still captain america yeah well and, and the thing about that one is too because like uh that's what the character is visually meant for anyways it's not a recast you know right that character is meant to evolve into into captain america so it's yeah it's not the same you know you it it it, it was written that way it's meant to be that way it's not you know that that that's passing the torch that's not right that's exactly not, you know that's not filling the shoes so yeah but there will be people that did not watch Falcon. And That's the not my Soldier. Captain America stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, that that is going to come. I already see. Yeah. Unfortunately, I know people that when something's coming out, I know exactly what their take and their reaction is going to be on it yeah. for certain characters based upon yeah. certain points that they have. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so who? Uh, oh man, I had a question. I can't remember. It slipped my mind. Um, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Dang it. Um, Oh yeah. So who who do you want to not see be recasted the most? Like who's going to oh. be the worst one to be recasted? Like if they ever reboot it, they ever do, they ever go to another universe, who's going to be like, man, that's that sucks. You know, I know my answer. So this is going to probably sound weird, considering how much I enjoyed the actor who played this character. 
but it's not that character. I actually think one of the harder characters you will have to recast and replace is Nick Fury. Oh, yeah. Because I think Samuel L. Jackson did such a great job with that character for only most of the time being in a movie for maybe 10 minutes, maybe. And he did so much with that character that he will be hard to replace. Yeah, no, I, I completely, that, that is a good one. Then that one took me for my surprise, but that is a good, that is good. Mine's yeah. the more obvious, you know, Iron Man. I, Robert right. Andrew is Yeah, Iron. that was the, the one I was sort of talking about, you yeah. know, on the other side is Robert Downey Jr., which he yeah. is going to be hard to replace. I'm, you know, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people were thinking that, you know, Tom Cruise is going to have a cameo in, Doctor Strange, you know, because in in the trailer, there's a few spots where you're like, ah, is that Superior Iron Man, you know? And uh, I mean, I saw a ton of that stuff. I was was hoping for it, but it's different if it's a variant versus like, like, I know it's permanent casting for the movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I I was, I was kind of rooting for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can, I can see why it'd it'd be kind of cool to get just that little sort of five minute of what if, you know, that actor played that and it was like second in line for the role to begin with so yeah and it was nice seeing black bolt in a more comic book accurate uh you know uniform or suit whatever you call it superhero outfit but yeah that was kind of cool that was a a sensitive scene (laughs) yeah to have anson mount who played him in the tv show play him in the movie i thought was kind of kind of a cool nod I like yeah. Anson Mount as an actor in After the Inhumans. I had this fear that, as we talked about earlier, it was going to mess up his career. And if anything, his career has really exploded since then because, you know, he's the new Captain Pike. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Star Trek. And he does a fantastic job. Yeah. In that. Yeah. So, so anyway, well, I don't, I don't know where we ended up going other than just having fun talking about the MCU, which was the yeah. whole point of this episode. <laughs> yeah. You know, just to not let the worries of the world slip for a few minutes and just talk about something fun. Yeah, yeah, so, it was nice. Uh, yeah, we've we've reached that point. We actually went went a little longer than an hour, which is obviously fine. I don't have any problems yeah. with that. But I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. And yeah, no problem. It flew by. It was awesome. Yeah, taking time out of a Sunday to uh, come on the show with me as we record this. So um, I really appreciate it and uh, I'll have to have you on. I know there, again, I know there are other sort of movie TV show topics that you will uh, certainly have fun talking about or, or, or or DCU or or something. We'll do have to do something else. Yeah. Heck maybe we can even go in and talk about the Netflix MCU, which was somewhat MCU adjacent at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But there are ele- elements of that that are being folded into the mm-hmm. regular yeah, MCU. Like got on Disney Plus, and uh, I mean, and he was introduced in Spider Man. So yeah, it's 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 getting there. It's moving in. Yeah. So as as my next season uh, goes on, and I'm going to do some more TV show, movie type things. So if you want to come back on and talk about something else, let me know. And uh, yeah, absolutely. We can make it happen. It's nice just chatting about lighthearted things. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm always so, down for that. <laughs> so cool. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and sign off the show. 
uh, with the way that I sign off the show. So thanks everybody for listening. And remember, try to live your life in a way that would make Bob Ross proud. Bye. Thank you for listening to Musings of an ADD Mind. If you enjoyed this podcast, or even if you didn't, please hit the subscribe or follow button. 